All right, Bartender Journey, podcast number seven. How you doing, Benno? What's the word? Hey, man, Vince here. We're uh, we're doing great, man. The things are building up every week. Things are getting better and better. More subscribers. Yeah, we're excited. We got a couple of questions this week, so we're gonna we're gonna plow right into that. I left my questions home, so I got to go in recall mode. Well, I got I got one right here. It's from uh, Megan. I'm a server at a large banquet hall. It seems like the bartenders are making a lot more money and having a lot more fun than us. I'd like to move over to working behind the bar, but I'm not sure how to do it. Listening to your podcast has given me some confidence, but I'm still nervous about talking to the big boss. Help! Wow. You go first, man. You've been well, a manager. What do you think, man? I would say first thing she should start doing is, uh, yeah, it goes, goes back to the money, Start tipping the bartender out at the end of the, at the end of her right. shift. If you're if you're running drinks to the tables, um, you should be tipping the bartenders out. Absolutely, and and um, I've seen most cases they don't they don't do it. But you're gonna make friends behind the bar if you if you do it. Tip tip out the bartenders. You know, even if it's five bucks. Yeah, and it goes a long way. And uh, I've been on that when a, wait, a waiter or waitress you know does that to me, it helps me. And when they don't, it pisses me off. But when someone, you know, tips me and, and, you know, I would also recommend, what was her name, Megan? Megan, yeah. Megan, I would also recommend to uh, try to befriend a bartender and Yeah, ask, maybe pick one in particular, you mean? And say, hey, help me out. You know, I'm right. looking to bartend. What, what do you recommend? And that makes definitely, sense. And by you giving money, you're going to definitely get a, a good feedback back. Yeah. Well, maybe uh, maybe go to the big boss. I know a lot of times in the restaurant business, the, the, a lot of times the bosses can be kind of overwhelming, overbearing, you know, we've, we've seen it. Uh, oh, and yeah. they're hard to, t- hard to approach, hard to talk to. But Bipolar, um, man. But you uh, keep listening. You're going to have to learn the drinks one way or another. So whether, you know, we talk about bartending school sometimes, you could do that if you like, or just go uh, learn it from a book or YouTube or uh, whatever. You know, there's multiple ways to, to do it. Websites will just get, I mean, you know, I always find it funny with those YouTube videos. Like, you know, you're going to sit there and watch them make the drink for five minutes. You know, I mean, I could read the recipe in 10 seconds. That's all I want. No, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to watch them. You know, maybe when you're first starting out, okay. But you know, for me, learning a new drink, I just, I just want the ingredients. Just, I, I can look at the ingredients in five seconds, and now I know how to make it. You know what I'm saying? But Vince, you've been a bar manager. Yeah, I, I yeah. you know, I've only been a bartender. But say this, Megan, mm-hmm. and we talked about it on the podcast where to learn the drinks. What if she came up to you and she said, "Hey, I, I took the time to learn all these drinks, and if you, if to learn forty drinks." If yeah. you put the time, and especially she's in the industry, right. it would take maybe a week yeah. to, for her to commit it to memory. Right. And we talk about the acronyms. Mm-hmm. And then she goes up to you and say, hey, listen, I'm interested in bartending. I took the time to learn these drinks. And, and of course, you're going to test her. I know you're going to put her behind the bar. Yeah, yeah. Well, as a manager, the advice I would give you is offer to come in on your day off, you know, not not being paid and go behind the bar. Don't ask, don't expect a portion of the tips when the bartenders split their tips at the Absolutely. end of the night. Don't expect any. In fact, if they offer you, I'd turn it down. And hustle. The first night. Offer to get everything. Yeah, go get everything, everything the bartenders need, hopefully before they even ask you. Whether it's ice or juices, whatever they're running low on, go get it. But just get behind the bar, and then, you know, if you're friendly and you have the right personality to be a bartender, you'll be friendly to the other bartenders, and you'll you'll make friends, and everybody will, you know, help each other. Bano, any more advice for Megan? The layout, the way the bartenders work. The setup, breakdown, how they work, like really get familiar with that, get engaged, ask a lot of questions. And if listen, how many people have we flipped from wait staff to bartenders? And yeah, a few. And so sometimes it works. Usually sometimes it works. It, out. Sometimes it works, it works out. but it's the it's the people it's, that hustle. 
they the want people to hustle. And it's also the it's the personality too. Don't yeah. you think? Like well, some of the I, we I, talk I, about this all the time is. You could be the greatest bartender. If you're a dick, you're a dick. You're not. Or if you're it. if you're too quiet, you're too timid. You know, you get, you got to be outgoing. You got to just you got to be a chameleon. You got to flow. Mm-hmm. You got to just make people comfortable. And uh, but nah, hopefully, yeah, keep keep us posted, Megan. That's cool. Yeah. Good luck. All right. So you got a question? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't have it on me, dude. I'm sorry. I was running a little late. But basically, this kid emails me and he wants to know what he, you know, my opinion is of of going to bartending school and is and what do I think of that. And he also asked me what I meant when I stated expect to get fired. So I'll start with bartending school. I think bartending school is great. I went to bartending school and it helped me. I learned to make the drinks. Uh, the big takeaway from bartending school was seeing how to pour and to uh, learn to memorize the drink with the acronyms, which we talk about. But you know, you're going behind a bar, you're actually picking up bottles and you're working it. So if, if you have the money, I would recommend go to bartending school. Absolutely. You know, definitely do that. But also, if you don't have the money, you don't have to go to bartending school. We talk about it on the podcast, take time, like we're telling Megan, take time to memorize the drinks. Go on YouTube, go to your local saloon. You just get involved, engaged. Just memorize the drinks, learn, hustle, want to learn, ask questions. Just keep plugging away and you can learn. I mean, I'll tell you what, just because you go to bartending school, right, doesn't mean you're going to walk into a bar and you're going to be killing it. I no. mean, it's not going to happen. So that's the, and I've, I've worked with plenty of bartenders, including myself. I went to bartending school. I, I, my first gig, I, I was terrible, <laughs> right? So, <laughs> I've seen it. It can come in, especially like in the last five years, a lot of bartending schools teach, you know, flair. Mm-hmm. I see guys come in with their fucking shakers and they're flipping it and all kinds. And then they, they walk around the bar and they're, they're dealing with the guests and, yeah. you know, the, re- the register or whatever. And it's, it's, it's different things. So, I mean, uh, I think it's great if you can go to bartending school, go for it. And if you can't, take time to learn. You still can get a job. It's like a chef. Right. How many chefs went to the Culinary Institute oh, of course. and became phenomenal chefs? And how many chefs didn't go to chefs? Their mom taught them how to cook or their grandma or they learned on their own being yeah. a short order cook in a diner and, and they're killing it. They're on the Food Network right now. But so, either way, but even if they did go to CIA, yeah, they don't walk in and be, become exactly. the head chef at I mean, a restaurant it, it, the first it's, day. It's all good no matter what. Take If you have an opportunity to go, if you have the means to go. But if, you, if you're saving, listen to our podcast. Start from, you know, this guy took the time to listen to the, the podcast. What really impressed me is this guy took the time listen to the podcast because he brought up that the bartending school and then he he also brought up about the question about being fired so before i go talk about being fired with the bartending school do it if you can if not take time learn drinks go on the internet go to uh, local bars restaurants ask questions and it works either way so i mentioned before there's books at the library there's shelves full of books at the library you can get you know the library is a great resource you can get recipes there you can learn a lot from from these books for nothing there there's also a lot of interesting stuff on the internet I've been checking out recently. For one thing, Belvedere Vodka, their website's really cool, and they have this, what they call their master class, which is a series of free videos that you watch over a period of time, and, yeah. you, and you become, um, uh, you know, they, and you can even, whatever, win a prize and this and that. But but there's a there's a whole bunch of history of history of um, vodka and then how to make cocktails. I the, they don't give it to you all at once. Like you, I did the four videos this morning, and then now they won't send me a link to the next ones till next week. I think so. It's it's sort of it's sort of like a course, you know, and that and that's that's free, and I'd, I'd recommend it. There's also a couple things that are not free, but I'm going to do this. It's called Bar Smarts, BarSmarts.com, and it's uh they have classases in a city, uh in one particular city, you know. So the, I mean the next one's in 
DC or something, but you can, uh, and that's like 80 bucks, but you can also take it online for 40 bucks. So I, I'm going to do that and check it out and yeah, see, see what it's about, you know, for 40 bucks and see what I learned. And that's something you can put on your resume if you're brand new, you know, and you, you don't really have much put on your resume other than Mike and Megan's case, she was a server, you know, so yeah. you can, that's okay to put that on your resume as long as it's in the hospitality industry. But then if you say I'm bar smart certified, now the other, the big one is tips. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were talking about that. I mean, and, hey, if you go, if you tips, I mean. To, it's a, it's an acronym, acronym for something. I'm not It's for sure like what. responsible serving. And if you go to an establishment and you take, and you let them know that you did that and you're certified. Yeah. They're going to be blown away. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's that's so going some the places extra mile. even require that. Yeah, um, and I think I think actually, depending on the municipality, I think um, in some places there's supposed to be one person on staff that has taken the course at all times. So anyway, it's a, it's a great thing to do, and you can do it online. I forget what the charge is for that, but um, you can do that online too. Put that on your resume. Your tip certified. You're in. Yep. And uh, two quotes that helped me, you know, in life. That you know, whether it be work, personal, or bartending, is I, I forgot who said it, but if you're if you're totally committed into something where you believe in yourself and you're just totally focused, it's equivalent to a hundred people semi interested. Yeah, I, I, like I fucking trip when I hear that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, that's a cool. And that that is, got that got me through college. Yeah, and I, I worked and went through college. That got me through working in my corporate gigs and through bartending, through the ups and downs. I mean, I just never, I never lost focus. I always kept my passion. And another quote from Bruce Lee was, take what is useful and use it. And what is not useful, don't use it. So, I mean, we offer so much, rock it out, you know? So that's, those are two quotes that I, my, my opinion is on bartending. And also I want to touch on, um, the gentleman, um, I for, you know, I left I forgot his name and I left the paper home, but he brought up um, you know what I meant by being fired, and this is what I meant about being fired. When you first start out, you're not going to be called back. Maybe it won't happen to you, but it happened to me. Actually, one guy told me, you know, I need more experience. He can't use me. And I went to a couple of gigs. I would say five or six early in my career where I went. I worked one night, and they said they would call me back, and they never called me back, and they wouldn't even return my call. And I took a hint, and it just, it just, it would get me upset. I would wallow in self pity for like a day, but I never lost focus. I never lost focus. And when I first started, I had people tell me I sucked. I really did. I had family. I even my brother would say, "Listen, maybe it's not for you." I never lost sight of it because it's it's that hard. Like we talked yeah. in our last our last episode that we did, I really I was impressed with that man. Mm-hmm. We're really, I mean, really, just what we t- we broke it down. We're giving you core values of bartending. Yeah, yeah. We're bringing like the inner game, like PMA for a bartender. Yeah. We're giving you the psychological roadmap to be a successful bartender. Yeah, but what you were just saying about you, you had that experience, you worked at a place, and they they didn't call you back. Yeah, well, that's I, your expression. I, expect to be fired, but you know. Hey, you worked there one night. You got yeah. experience that one night, right? Yeah. So now you went to another place yeah. and you got experience at the, another place, even if you only worked yeah. there two nights. So now you're, you're working your way up. So yeah, like you say, it's it's all it's all good. Yeah. So, it's all good. Uh, oh, I was just going to go back to the tips thing because I looked it up while, while we were talking here. It's an acronym for Training Intervention Procedures. So that's what TIPS stands for. And the website is tipsalcohol.com so it's forty dollars to do the course online and it's totally worth it i'm gonna i'm gonna do it i would tweet that too yeah yeah good idea i'll do that i think i'm gonna do it too and i think if people that are ready bartenders or people especially starting out you blow somebody's fucking mind away if you go there 
Yeah. And you would just look someone in the eye and say, listen, I want to learn bartending. I uh, memorize I'm already tip certified. I'm tip certified. Give me a shot. No one's going to deny you. Yeah. This is what built the con- this country is is that type of passion. Nobody will fucking deny you. You're gonna have to learn, you know, the hard way. And, and you know, it's funny we talked about this earlier, but I want to share with the with the folks listening is that you know bartending school versus actually real experience. I love martial arts, and I, a big hobby of mine is it's great stress relievers. I love working mitts mm-hmm. and mitts for people out there. It's you pay some guy a half hour, like I pay a guy in Jersey. I, he holds mitts. And uh, I throw punches, combinations, and it's a great workout. Yeah. And I do it a lot, and I, I feel fucking good. Mm-hmm. Footwork, everything. But let me tell you something. When you actually go in the ring and you spar somebody <laughs> yeah. and you get hit, yeah. it's a whole different thing because it's how you react. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're, you're very calm because you're hitting the pads, when you really think about it, you're getting nothing back. It's all, yeah. it's all like. So that's like the bartending it's school. It's a perfect. Well, no, it, yeah. Right? <laughs> and, so then, it, and then and when then, you're acting in the ring, that's it's anything. And the ring the is the real thing. Right. Because it's honest. Yeah. It's honest exchange. Right. I'm returning the favor, it's a return on investment. So getting in the ring is a shitty feeling when you first start out. It still is. I still get scared. You know, I mean, when I get in the ring, I mean, I spar with headgear and nothing crazy, but. It's a shitty feeling when you first start when out. You, when you get hit that first time, you're like, whoa. Then, and then, and you, like, it's not like you don't know. I've done it with boxing, too, yeah. the same thing. And it's like, it's not like you don't know you're going to get hit. But, man, you, that first time you get clocked a little bit, you're like, whoa, and you, what was you, that? You lose technique. You start brawling. And you know, right. your trainer's like, dude, what, the jab. I mean, you're, tele- you're yeah. telegraphing. So, I mean, that's You got to stay focused and stay with your training and stay with your. Uh, and then when you have the, the guts to say, you know what, I'm going to keep doing this. Mm-hmm. And then you know what? You finally catch up to where you are with the mitts. Right. And not that you're fucking Mike Tyson. Yeah. But you, you, you're doing something that's pretty. It's giving you confidence. Yeah. And, and I got to tell you, I always stuck with it. And there was times where I wanted to see, literally eject like a, a plane going down. I wanted just to walk out. And I've seen bartenders do that before. Yeah. I've seen bartenders right out of bartending school work a crazy gig yeah. and say they'd be right back. And, and they, they never leave. fucking yep. came back. Yep. Have yep. you seen it too? Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm telling you. You've probably even had that feeling yourself. Like I want yeah. to fucking walk out of here and not come Horrible. back. Horrible. I mean, I might, yeah, we're talking about my, my, my first night. I did it. I, I, I told everyone to come and I, I choked. It was terrible, and I just remember I want out of this. But I don't the more want to- the more you do it, the more you get confident. The more you, I, I I talked about it before. Keep things the same. Always keep things the same because if you're when you're busy enough and you know where everything is without even looking for it, you're gonna just keep going, keep plowing through, keep that smile on your face, and just keep going. Like you were saying with the martial arts or the boxing analogy, you got to stick with your training. Even when you're getting hit, when you're in the ring, uh-huh. you stick with your procedures and the things you've learned. And if you can do that, you'll be okay. Yeah. Listen, I think it's great. And uh, keep coming in with the questions and you know, interact with us. And a little shout out. Follow us on Twitter. We always we'll plug it at the end. But any bartenders that want to come and you know, interview with us, you know, call into the show, we're down for it, man. We, this, is, this is a fucking movement. You know, there's, yeah. I, I mean, I really don't think there's not, not to toot our horn, but I don't think there's really nothing out there that's really breaking it down like this. No, I, no. I we, mean, before really. Before we started, we, we both researched, looked for podcasts like this online. I mean, we didn't find anything like this at all. But, so. but yeah, like, like you were saying, Vanna, we were interested in, we, we thought we had an interview lined up. I mentioned a couple of weeks ago, uh, and that fell through, although we're, tr- we're still trying to make that happen. But, um, yeah, we'd love to talk to, uh, experienced bartenders or, or people that are just starting out too. Yep. probably do it over Skype is the easiest way. Although we could do it on the phone too. And, uh, yeah, it'd be fun. 
Vince, check this out. I found my uh, my old bartending book when I went to bartending school. With handwritten notes? Yeah, well, actually, it had the book, and it had all the drinks and the codes, okay. but... Uh, I uh, there was a, a shot in there. It was called a flaming deadhead, and I, I looked at the shot, and it made me think of something. When I first started out, I was so fucking gung ho, and yeah, flair was never my thing. Uh-huh. So I couldn't. I, I would never fuck with that. I just wanted to stick with making drinks. But I learned uh-huh. how to do flaming deadhead, and basically, I was like a, a Bailey. It was a, uh, a shot I learned from a bartender, and it was um, in honor of uh, Jerry Garcia from the Grateful mm-hmm. Dead. So it was Bailey's, mm-hmm. and then you top it with one fifty one, and you light it. Yeah, when you, you see it, it's sick. Yeah, so it's cool I, looking. I I started doing it at the club and I was I was fucking making money. People were bugging out. It was like yeah. fourth. It was cool. So what happened was I would say I would say I, I did this shot for about four, three or four weeks. Let's just say three weeks. On the th- the third week I'm doing it, I give it to this guy. You you light the shot on fire. You the, normally the customer blows it out, then drinks it. Yeah. This fucking guy. <laughs> oh no. Didn't blow it out. Uh. He fucking took the shot and he just drank it. But the fire. I'll never forget it. Spilled onto his beard. Oh, my God. And his fucking chin went on fire. And I just went from behind the bar and I <laughs> fucking smacked him right in his chin. He <laughs> fell right on his ass. It, it scared the shit out of me. And I never, ever did that again. It uh-huh. freaked me out. Yeah. I, if the owner would have saw that. Yeah. Because he wasn't feeling it to begin with. But at first, it was working. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just want to recommend, I as a PSA <laughs> from the bartender's journey, I do not recommend, on a serious note, I do not recommend flaming shot, lighting yeah. shots on fire. And I, because, and, and you know, I, I want to, after seeing that thing, and I I'm, I was thinking of it, I went online and I was watching people make shots, lighting shots on fire. That shit is dangerous, man. <laughs> Think about that shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, curtains could catch on fire or anything. It does look cool. But, I saw I saw this guy once making a um an Irish coffee and he took Irish mist and he you know, he 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 made the coffee with the Baileys and the and the Jameson in it. But then he took Irish mist, which is like a sweet uh sweetened version, sort of like Drambouille, I guess. It's a sweetened version of Irish whiskey. And it um and he lit that in like a like in like a ladle. And then he and then he poured it, he poured it into the coffee like you know like two feet you know so there's this flaming stream coming down into the coffee. It looked really cool, <laughs> but you're right, it's it's dangerous, man. Nah, Curtains can catch on fire. Anything, you know, you don't know what's gonna happen. And the more the more we do this show, like I, I start thinking of like moments that I think people would find funny. Yeah. And I uh, there's two things that come to my mind. Um, I, I, was, I did a wedding one time. Where uh, and normally when a bride comes up to you, you never den- you never deny a request from a right. bride. She, whatever she wants, she's right. gonna get. So she, this bride was fucking smoking. <laughs> she comes up to me. It was me. I forgot who else it was. It was a, a long time ago, but, but I'll never forget the bride. She comes up to us and she says, "I have a request." She goes, "I think it was after dinner. She wants every guy in the wedding to do a body shot off her." <laughs> So I was like, what? You know, I'm just like, this is fucking crazy, man, right? And I'm looking at her husband and I'm just like, oh my God. So I'm like, hey, listen, I'm like, fucking hey, let's do this. But I'm like, how are we going to do it? Like, you're in a wedding gown. She, you know, she she came with like a, uh, like the Hooters wife beater outfit. With oh, like a, It was man. like cut off like a tank top and she was going to do it off her belly. So anyway, she does it. And I would say not every guy did it. Yeah. I would say like. Like hopefully her dad didn't do it. But. People were getting into it. The, the photographer's taking pictures, and all I kept looking at was her fucking husband. Yeah, and I'm saying to myself, like, and he had this look on his face. I couldn't stop looking at him. I'm just like, dude, 
This is you, you Edgar Allan Poe. You know what? To this day, I fucking I think about that every now and then. Are they still married, man? But I mean, you you got some. I mean, what, well, yeah, strange stories like that. One comes to mind. Long, long, long time ago, I worked for an offsite caterer, so we would go uh, we would go to these events, and it was uh, I'll never forget. It was these people had a beautiful house. And it was right on the beach. So there was a big lawn and then a seawall, I guess you call it. And then there's the water there, right there. So, uh, and they had a giant tent set up. So we're, anyway, we're driving in. The first thing I see is there's a police helicopter hovering above it. A boat had crashed like right into, right next to where they were about to have the ceremony, you know. And there's a police helicopter there. I'm going, oh man, that, that doesn't seem like a good sign. No shit. <laughs> so, and um, so then, uh, yeah, we're, the thing's going along. And then I, I wasn't serving the um, the groom, but somehow he got really wasted, you know. He, he wasn't coming to me for drinks. I don't know if he had his own bottle in the back or whatever. You know, it was this people's house. So who knows they what was going on? So anyway, they had a they had a big tent, you know, for for the dining room under, uh, and then um, there was a garage where they set up the the cooks, the chefs were were in this garage, and um, there was also the, the the extra liquor bottles back there. So I was going back and forth between there a lot. So um, so they had stoves with like big propane tanks, and then there was these cases and cases of I didn't know what I didn't know what it was, cases and cases of stuff there. So uh, so I go back to get some more. Um, some more bottles that I needed, and the chefs are cooking, and and all right, I think he was the best man. He comes up, hey, you guys knows what's in them boxes? I have no idea what's in the boxes. He goes fireworks. <laughs> so they're cooking right next to. Holy shit! It was like it was, dude. It was like a dozen cases of fireworks right next to the stove and the propane tank and the liquor bottles. <laughs> it was crazy. So they take the boxes out, luckily, and then uh, then it gets dark, and they set off the fireworks. Which proceed to set the tent on fire. <laughs> so now we had, with the beginning when we first got there, there's a police helicopter hovering. Now we got the fire department there. Oh man, you don't you never know what's gonna happen. These things. But yo, one time <laughs> where we work, the uh, the cook he calls me ninja because right? sometimes <laughs> like when the party the party ends, like I'll shadow box in the corner, you know, whatever. Because yeah. we work in doubles. People out there know what I'm talking about. You're working mm. from like you get there at nine, you work until like twelve o'clock at night. Well, anyway. One time, uh, these two girls in a bridal party got into an argument. So one girl called the other girl a bitch. And then all of a sudden, these girls fucking threw down. All right? So I'm watching these girls fight. Dude, I took the money and I ran out of a bar. And the guy, he's like from Brazil, he's like, the ninja ran, he ran, the ninja ran. You know what I'm talking oh, about? Yeah. yeah, he's like, oh my God, you, you shut up, watch you fucking run. I'm like, dude, I didn't get involved in that shit. These, these girls were throwing down, man. But yo, listen, I got to tell you something, man. People follow Vance Van, Vano on Twitter. I see a lot of people tweet like, Thinking about bartending, thinking about doing my hustle, and I, I spark you guys. I, I tweet you guys. I respond back. Listen to our show, yeah. especially if you're broke. Mm-hmm. Listen to what we're offering, man. Yeah. It's good shit. Very, I'm not pitch. Look down the road, folks. I would like to put out a T-shirt with Vinny and you know, in shakers and sell that shit. That'd be great to support the show. You know, uh-huh. I'm a capitalist. You know, just like the next guy. Yeah. But yeah. we're giving trade secrets. We're giving good, sound advice for you to rock it out. So listen to the show. I mean, that's what I when I when you get a when you get a response from me in a link, I'm responding to what you wrote about the bartending and the tips and. I'm seeing so much. Like I said, with with bar rescue, mm-hmm. it's a, it's like a, 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 a revolution. 
renaissance in yeah, bartending. Yeah. This, this guy, and if you're listening, Mr. Taffer, single-handedly, you are fucking bringing back professionalism to bartending yeah. and putting it on where it is a trade. You're learning yeah. a trade. You're, you, in my opinion, you, you're not an executive chef, but you're, you're a mixologist, man. Mm-hmm. I tell you, know what I mean. You are a mixologist. Yeah. Well, yeah. The bartending thing is really like you said, seeing a renaissance between the mixology movement, if you want to call it that, that's what it is. You know, a lot of restaurants, high-end restaurants and bars and nightclubs are putting uh, more and more thought into the drinks and the people that make them, you know, and, they, and they're looking for good quality people. Between that and then the Bar Rescue Show, I think there's a lot of attention um, being drawn to what we're talking about now. And with the uh, Bar and Nightclub Show coming up, it's coming up real soon now. So I'll have uh, I'll have a lot of insight from that. You know, I'm going to be meeting all kinds of liquor reps and uh, distributors and uh, all, all kinds of people. Hopefully, John Taffer I'll meet. You know, so that's uh, that's going to be awesome. Cool. And folks, you know, show us Vin some uh, love when you're out there, man. Yeah, yeah. I'll be tweeting, and uh, like I said, I'll bring my little portable audio audio recorder. I'll be um, hopefully talking to people and making my little uh, on-site reports. Yeah, it's going to be great. The next the next few weeks are are real exciting. Dig it. Dig all it. right. Cool. Well, uh, talking about Twitter, you can find me at barkeeptips and uh, email at vince.bartender at gmail.com. And you can reach me, email bartender2222 at gmail.com. And you can reach me on Twitter at Vance Vano. All right. Well, like I said last week, please subscribe to the show. Uh, if you go on iTunes, you know, you just hit that subscribe thing. And as soon as the new episodes are available, you, it'll download automatically to your phone or your computer or whatever. And that really helps us out with the uh, iTunes ratings and the um, the stars. Please give us some stars. We need we need stars on uh, on iTunes. Give us five stars. It really helps us to raise in the rankings. It really helps us out. Yep. So thanks for listening. Yeah. And uh, again, all bartenders that want it to do interviews please hit us up and also people that are just starting out we had one person we were going back and forth that our first day was bartending yeah we're looking we want to we want to have like a like a live suggestion box so like Vince said either Skype or uh, phone but hit up Barkeeps to set up the interview Vinny's the captain of this, uh, when it comes to the interviews Barkeep tips on Twitter alright peace <laughs>